passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. right here. Happy Folk Friday. It's Wednesday. Feels like Friday. It sure does. It's been a long three-day work week. I'm ready for my four-day vacation. Got a lot of things planned. Some together. Some separate. Um, but I am, I'm excited for it nonetheless. It's nice to, here's the thing. Like I love every single aspect of this job. Even the things that I don't love so much, I kind of love. Cause every, like it, it can't all be a hundred percent all the time. Right. And sometimes the bad days are what make the great days so great. And, and the, um, I like being on edge a little bit. I think that makes things exciting. If I was just sitting at home you know, uh, working remotely, not really interacting with any human beings, at least in the flesh. You know, I understand work can be stressful, but there's a certain, when things are live, bless you. Did you sneeze? It was a cough. Oh, cough. Um, when things are live, there's just an element of, uh, it's it's kind of like jujitsu in a lot of ways. Like, I'll get myself in a pickle, or you'll, you'll get yourself in a pickle, or Rhett will get himself in a pickle, and same for Lummy. Or Dan, and we have to kind of like do the escape, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it you might get an underhook and kind of chuck the guy over. Sometimes you get submitted, and to me, even though it's stressful at times when I get myself in a predicament that I don't want to be in at the show, it still adds a level of excitement because, and I've, I've talked about this before, but anxiety and excitement are pretty much the exact same emotion physiologically hormonally but it's the the narrative is different so whether you're nervous to give a speech or you're excited to go to a concert it pretty much looks identical in the body in terms of adrenaline cortisol all that sort of stuff body not brain yes body not brain or kind of kind of brain because you know you got neurotransmitters fine i'm saying it's yeah but it's the same in your body 
not not quote unquote your brain as far as how you interpret it. Right. The experience may feel different because one was like you stressed. It was good kind of stress, excitement. And the other was distressing. Um, But the one thing that I would say, it's not even that I loathe about the job, but it's just it's the early start time. Right. I think it's the the waking up early, and it's honestly, it's not even the waking up early. I would nope. say it's the going to bed early. Absolutely, because I'm so fucking bad at it. Yeah, every I, night I, f- I fuck it up. Yeah, when I looked at my clock and it was like two o'clock, I was like, oh fuck, I well, better. You kind of had an excuse. You weren't <laughs> feeling too good, but for the most part, it is our fault. We fuck it up pretty much every night, and for some reason, oddly optimistically, and I do this with you know getting ready as well like i'm very optimistic about like i i can get ready in 10 minutes like Mm -hmm. no you've never been able to do that but for some reason you think you can today okay that's cute i do the same thing or i'm just like wow i'm gonna go to bed so early tonight i'm gonna be in bed at eight because right now it's 10 25 a.m and i'm already exhausted so by 8 p.m but all of a sudden you get a second wind about 7 59 and you find something online that interests you, or you start texting with a friend, maybe a friend that lives out of state or out of country, and you get carried away. Whatever the case may be, all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Like, yesterday, last night, I had jujitsu. Um, I feel like I might be improving. I don't want to jump the gun on this one, but I think I might. I didn't say I'm good. More I, than one class in a row you said that I, now. I ha- it's weird. I don't have, like, good days and bad days. I have good weeks and bad weeks. Like if I, it typically if I have a good first class of the week, whatever day that is, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday, usually I I I get like the the self confidence talk where I'm like, okay, hey, we're getting better. <laughs> and then if I have a shit first day, then the rest of the week is not a wash. I'm still learning stuff, but I'm like, I suck. What's wrong with me why can't i grasp this material i know i'm smarter than that person i know i'm more athletic than this person why is this not why is this not connecting for me why is this not or even if i'm doing the move technically right but it's just not working on the per like i'm doing all the fucking one two threes but depending on maybe the size of the other person or the speed mm-hmm. or lack of speed at which i'm doing something it can be effective or not effective but anyways Anyways, I get home, jump in the shower, which is uncharacteristic because usually I'm fucking around doing something. And I got prep done at a a reasonable hour for me. And I'm like, okay, go to bed. Just go to bed. (laughs) And um, I didn't go to bed. I stayed up. And then it was like 11.15. And I'm like, why are you like this? Why does this happen every night for you? So I would say that's the the main issue. And here's the thing, like, going to bed at 10 p.m. isn't even that fucking early. No. Like, it's very doable. Because realistically, at least me, like, I should realistically be going to bed at, like, 8. Yeah. (laughs) 7.30. Yeah. That's early. Yeah, you should. And that's early. But at least even then, it's, like, dark most days during the year. You know, it's not like... You're trying to go to bed at 5 p.m. because you got to wake up at 3. Like, I know people who wake up at 3 a.m. because they have, like, like, there's some people at jujitsu that do construction and they have, like, insane hours. Mm -hmm. But I just, I cannot seem to grasp. I'm so disciplined in every aspect of my life except bedtime. I just shit the bed every night. But it's so weird. I wake up the next morning. I go, tonight, it's a metaphor. 
I don't actually shit the bed. Oh, I almost did last night. I know you didn't. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) But every day I wake up like naively optimistic and I go, tonight's the night. I'm going to get it right. And I never do. Maybe once in a blue moon. Yeah, I say that all the time because... You know, around like six, six thirty-seven, like I'll start getting tired where I could like literally go to bed right then. But I'm like, all right, let me just finish up here a little bit and blah blah blah. And then it's like eight, eight thirty-nine, and then I get to bed. I'm like, oh, I'm not really that tired. So let me just, you know, let me just throw on the TV and I got my phone out. Let me, you know, let me get the computer going, and then it's two a.m. And boom. I mean, I'm not that bad unless I can't sleep. But um, I could be better, and I should be better, but I'm not. Even yesterday, I. You know, maybe could have gone a, a few more rounds with with people uh, after the class and decided, you know what? I'm fucking done today. I don't want to learn any more things. The instructor was kind of doing a side tutorial after the, you know, where mm-hmm. he was like showing something. And I just kind of walked away. I go, My brain is it's tapped. We've I've learned enough shit for one day. And then I get in the locker room and uh, I just start talking to this chick and we start, we start bonding. We start, you know, not even, she's- Were you scissoring? We weren't scissoring. Oh, okay. We're very similar in in a lot of ways in that we're like not really girly at all. Um, And she, we both kind of work with men. Like she's an engineer. Okay. Um, And it's funny because she's like, I so should So she be- drives a train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's, <laughs> she's Thomas the Conductor. <laughs> And it's funny because she was talking about how much money she thinks she, you know, she should be making in this like woke environment. She's like, I'm a freaking like Latina woman as an engineer. Like, it shouldn't be hard for me. Like, make almost like making a joke of they're trying to hire people like me. What the fuck? Oh, she's trying to find a job. I think she's she's going to school and she th- she thought she'd be making more and she has a full time job and it's like whatever. Then we start talking about, you know, uh, marriage and kids. And she says that, you know, she's still undecided on kids. But her boyfriend, who she's been with for like eight or nine years, is a hard no. Hmm. Doesn't want it. And this is a recent deal. And so we start talking about that. And this girl also, like, periodically, like, laments about her weight. Um, But, like, I don't know how much she's doing about it. And then I kind of hit a point. Like, if you want to make a comment about yourself being big or whatever, I'm not going to say shit. I'll just be like, shut up, even if you're right. Like, you know, just kind of like the courteous thing to say. Um, And she throws me a lot of compliments, so I like sticking around. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, when someone is like, man, I wish I could look like you or have this like you, I'm just like, I got some time. You're like, hey, best friend. Yeah, right, exactly. So uh, we're chatting, and... um, after a certain point, when someone just keeps saying the same shit about, you know, not like they've been trying this, trying that. And uh, I go, OK, like, do you want to know the secret sauce or what? Like, you, I don't know if you're asking me for advice or if you're just going to like lament. I like sauce. But, you know, I was um, I was I was telling her about, you know, my favorite thing to talk about ever. Fasting, especially uh, intermittently. You. Huh? I thought you were going to say you. No, I I mean, I, do, I, I you know, I, you of throw course. yourself in there. Yeah, of course. But I'm like, just fucking. And her, she's like, well, my boyfriend, who's in great shape, by the way, like he too belongs to the gym. And um, he's like, he's telling me that I need to be eating more meals throughout the day. Mm. And I go, I know boyfriend is probably really smart at what he does. I think he too is in STEM of some sort, maybe an engineer as well. Um, but I'm like, he don't know shit 
about Well, to this. be honest, that, that's still a, a very common narrative. And, right. And, and depending on what you're trying to do. But if you, again, if you're like a hardcore bodybuilder where you need that protein all the time, it might make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in terms of sh- her goals are specifically to lose sure. fat. Like sure. she's not like I'm trying to bulk. No, I got you. You know, it, it's, it's pretty clear that her objective is to, to lose fat. And, you know, I understand where she's kind of coming from. And I, I feel like I've I've gotten this pushback a little bit as well from other people where it's like, and we've talked about this. It's like, okay, well, this is maybe just a fad. Like everything else is a fad. Like eating six meals a day was a fad. Like uh, ke- uh, keto, like uh, Atkins, like whatever. You know, how do I know that this is going to work? Like this is the fucking mm-hmm. secret sauce. Um and I go, well, I mean, you got you got a lot of data to back it up, number one. And number two, like, th- there's nothing to sell. Like, I feel like if, some, if someone is telling me something and it's not going to make them any money, they're probably telling me the truth. <laughs> like, it, again, I, in my mind, I'm like, if someone is telling me, you know, they're not saying buy my bars, buy, you know, like David Asprey will be like bulletproof coffee. He's like trying to push. Mm-hmm. I know the secret sauce and here it is. And you can buy it for for small payments of twenty nine ninety nine. Like, yeah, I'm dubious of whether it's it works and it may work. Sure. It may work. That doesn't mean it doesn't. But I understand that you're uh, financially invested in me trying to buy your product. Mm-hmm. But if someone is like what you need to do is nothing and don't eat it and just stay put, then I'm just like, this is making you no money by telling me this. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not trying, you're not pushing a, a, a like a, a, a cookbook. You're not pushing a supplement. You're not, you're literally saying drink coffee, tea and water. And none of those things you're selling me, you know, there's no Dr. Fung coffee. It's just fucking drink black coffee. Folgers will do, you know. I go, okay, you're not trying to push anything on me. It maybe perhaps you're actually just concerned with people about people's health. And again, you're getting notoriety and popularity by being on podcasts, by publishing research, and that's how you get money for more studies and right. kind of like, you know, propagating uh, your work and getting your name out there. So I understand. But if you're not trying to sell me anything like all these other dietary uh, dietitians and nutrition experts and life coaches and all that other bullshit if you're not trying to like hawk any of that shit at me you're just telling me not to eat like huh okay well let's let's look into that so anyways um yeah i i i got a little carried away with that i tried to uh to plead my case um but a lot of people think for some reason that you're gonna if you if you fast you're gonna go into starvation mode it's like isn't that kind of what you want um, but like you're, <laughs> that's not kind of the goal. Isn't that kind of the goal to like starve your body? Um, but they're like, oh no, you actually, you put on more weight cause you burn less. And that is actually kind of true. Your body does get more efficient, more efficient. Yes. Your body gets more efficient. So if you are eating, let's just say, let's keep it simple, 2000 calories, and then you try to drop it down to 1700 and say you were burning, uh, 1500 and now you're, or Let's say, okay, say you're you're consuming 2,000 calories and you're burning 2,000 calories, but now you want to go into a deficit. Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, I'm going to eat 15,000 calories, thinking you're also going to be burning 2,000. Doing the same thing. Doing the same thing. 
body doesn't work that way. Body adjusts, and now you're maybe burning 1,500 or maybe, you know, maybe you're burning even less, 1,400 or something like that. So you're still in a, quote, calorie surplus. So, But then by that standard, it's like, then what can you do Mm -hmm. if you can't eat less and lose weight or eat whatever? So, you know, I try to tell people, like, listen, I don't try to preach it like it's my own idea. I go, the 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 experts have spoken. I'm like, you try. It's about the hormonal response. Anyways, so we got into that. I try to help to the best of my ability. And then, of course, I get the urges to start to start sending videos and stuff. And mm. I said, uh, let's not do that because l- you hate it when people do that to you. Unless it's something that is requested. Like, oh, hey, like sure. I was talking to my friend the other day and uh, we were talking about Joe Rogan and Peter Atia, who's a longevity expert, surgeon, physician. Um, and I was referencing a club and she said, send that to me. I said, great, here you go. But if it's not requested, don't fucking send it because nobody likes that game. You no. know, so I, I, I stay true to the game. But anyways, um, it's our faux Friday. Uh, you will be probably heading to the track, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know it was kind of weather dependent, but it looks pretty good. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I'm going for sure. Mm-hmm. What time I leave and when and all that is the weather dependent part. Right. Right. So you got that going on. I will probably be heading to Sarasota, mm-hmm. I believe, on Friday to catch up with a friend that's still here, that's still in town. And then uh, Saturday... Huh, something was planned for Saturday, and now I can't seem to remember what it is. But anyways, we got a birthday party on Sunday. I don't know if you'll be in attendance for it. But Probably, at least for a part of it. Yeah, it's a place I've, I was, I dogged heavily. Yes. I dogged heavily, and I go, what fucking bullshit is that? I don't want to ever I, go I there. I tried mentioning it a few times. I said, hey, we should check it out, and it was always... Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Stupid. Gross. Disgusting. Well, one of my dear friends, who is very, like, a, I don't want to say bougie, but kind of. Like, she does a lot yeah. of bougie shit. I mean, if you go on fucking Yacht Week in Croatia for that's 10 days. That's fucking bougie. That's pretty bougie. She's, uh, her and her husband, they do the Costa Rica deal. I think they have property there. So if they're JDiaco-esque, they're bougie. They're bougie people. So this place that I've been fucking dogging for, I don't know, since you've lived where you've lived, mm-hmm. um, a year and a half, I just go, ugh. In the, not a great location. It's exposed and you can- Now that all, that part I definitely agree with. Horrible location. And the, the you know, when when you see it just, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but when you look into the distance and you just see a <laughs> laundromat and a- Metro PCS and maybe a Dollar Tree, you go, not in a good part of town. Mm-hmm. That's really the trifecta of, it, yeah. oh, shit, I'm in the hood. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to people about this. I'm like, those three things. And I think on the way home from Charleston, when we would see any yeah. one of those things, it's alarming. But when you see them in combination with each other, you're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, let's, you know, I was freaking out because, you know, sometimes Blitz goes uh, not slow. But when I saw that, I'm like, hit the gas pedal. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, why are we doing 80 to 30? Hurry up. (laughs) I know. Let's go. You're only doing 120. (laughs) I want to be going fucking 160 out of this piece of shit. We did almost that. I know. 
I know. I, I don't need to go to the fucking Gainesville. I, I, I am so sorry. I, I am unable to learn and recall information that I don't care about. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. But the it's the Gator Nationals, the drag. Is it called drag racing? Yes. Rupa, right. RuPaul will be there. <laughs> yeah. I, like I would go to see RuPaul. But uh, yeah, the, it's yeah. that's what it felt like. I felt like I was at the Gator Nationals. Sometimes with Blitz because he was trying to show me how what what a what a Toyota Camry is capable of doing, not Gus, but a, a better one. So, anyways, newer one. I wouldn't. I mean, well, it's better. Yeah, it, it can be better. That's fine. Engine's the same. Yeah. So, uh, I as soon as I, I'm dogging this place, you know, you'd point it out sometimes. You're like, oh, it looks kind of cool. I'm like, I don't want to go to that fucking piece of shit. Who wants to play blank anyways? Nobody wants to go to an arcade. Yeah. Arcades are dumb. Yeah, listen, I admit when I'm wrong, and I was wrong about arcades. They are actually so fun. <laughs> and he's laughing because, boy, did I shit on arcades when we went to Daytona. He was like, we should go to an arcade. I'm like, ew. I was like, look, we'll walk along the boardwalk. There's an arcade that like everyone goes to. I remember going there as a kid. I was like, let's just go walk I'm around. I'm like, that place and- looks dirty. You're like, well, it, it is dirty. Yeah, I'm like, yes, it You're is. You're like, it's fun. And then, like, fast forward 20 minutes, me playing skee-ball. Like, just... I need more coins. I need more <laughs> coins. Go get more coins. Look at all these tickets I got. You're, you're yelling at kids. You're slapping hands at kids that are trying to take your tickets. You're like, get the fuck out of here, kid. Those are my tickets. It's fucking jobber-ass seven-year-old of questionable. <laughs> trying uh, he, to tell you how to skee-ball. Maybe whatever was like, you have to press the thing to get the t-. I was like. Bitch, I know. Get the fuck. And she was, or he, whatever. I honestly I didn't know what it I was. I don't remember either. Um, yeah. But this per- this child was like trying to like prematurely touch. And I- here's the thing: if I wasn't fucking killing the game, I wouldn't have been as mad. But I was fucking like, it was like a bowling deal or something. It was like skee ball. No, it wasn't skee ball. It was something else. Like oh, it was okay. like a bowling deal, and I was fucking getting strikes every time. And okay. this fucking little kid comes up and starts. I'm like, you're first of all, you're distracting me, and second of all. <laughs> You're in my business, right. and second, third of all, like this you, is a serious deal here. Yeah, you ain't mine. I don't care about you. Like I, I have no compassion for children in general. I don't even know if I have compassion for my own child, let alone a stranger's child. And I don't see mom and dad around, so clearly not great parenting. But anyways, that I, I must tase that little fucker. Moral of the story: arcades are actually awesome. I did not know that, especially <laughs> as an adult. It was super fun, and you get really excited about winning. A starburst, like a plastic figurine. You're just like, fuck yeah, man. I spent 80 bucks and look what I got to show for it. Three marbles. It's awesome. And it's so and like funny. A balloon. Because that is really the difference. If there was an, if there was an example to, or, or a, a case to be made for why like earning money is so much more satisfying fulfilling than winning money that's it because i could easily buy three marbles yeah but to like spend a whole evening like earning tickets so that i could buy a whistle like get a whistle yeah for free right win a whistle that i earned with my skee-ball talent like that you're just like fuck yeah that's my thing look at that mm. I got a candy bar. You know, it's ridiculous, but it's that's the it's I earned this. Now the weird the weird part about right now is the the place that you're going to go to that you haven't been to yet that you're like kind of already putting over, saying that you were wrong by shitting on it. You haven't been there yet. No, but because my bougie friend has selected it 
for a uh, her birthday party. I'm like, all right. I mean, this person has good taste. This person has rooftop brunch taste. You know, this person isn't saying, hey, let's meet at IHOP by La Quinta Inn and watch, you know, Rhett fuck a big black chick. You know, <laughs> this this girl got fucking class and sass. I mean, she's into the, she's into the fucking Botox with the lip filler, with the lip uh, tinting. Like, she's just in the know. She's, I don't want to, I'm not d- telling you who it is, but I mean, the she'll be 38. She don't look okay. 38. She isn't like really talking about her age too much. And the people that she rolls around with are, I would say, 10 to 12 years her junior. So she's kind of cool. like, um, she's a little bit, a little bit older. But, um, she's so, the grandma of the group. I know. I know. But she, what my, my theory on her, and I know her moderately well. I'm not going to say I know her very well, but I know her moderately well. And I, what I think, happened is she when she was younger like in her 20s she just kind of kept like a low profile and maybe i think she maybe she was heavier didn't really kind of take um an interest in dressing well or makeup sort of a deal very much like a i don't want to say a late bloomer i did not know her but i i have a good friend who did know her when she was younger okay and she was kind of a homebody and just wanted to stay home. I believe she also had cats. She was single. And then she hmm. met her now husband. And I think she started rolling around with him and his friends. And she just kind of started to hot, like hotify herself. You know, she started taking an interest in working out. And her hair is now, she grew it out. It's not like this bookish kind of. You know, Bob with the bangs, kind of, you know, what we think of like a typical nerdy girl look. She right. she kind of just started to embrace sexuality a little bit more and dress a little bit more. And she's not a slutty dresser by any stretch of the imagination, but she's more like feminine now. She's not going to wear just like big baggy shit. So I think what happened is like now that she's hot or hotter than she was in her 20s, she wants to kind of reap the the lifestyle that she could have, should have had 10, 12 years ago. Okay. So sometimes I can see that that bubbles up. That also bubbles up with people that I think, not always, not every person wants to be a, you know, a club rat, but, you know, when I see people that get married at 18 or 20 and they have children really young and then all of a sudden they turn like 35 and they're like, what the fuck? I never got to be the hot girl on the yacht. I never got to go to the club and get free drinks. Now is my time to shine. Which, not that I feel bad for those people, but like, man, it would have been so, it would have been so cool for you to just experience that kind of like, quote, (laughs) when you were supposed to experience that. Yeah. Because then there's no shame. Like, the last time I went to a club, I was very aware of my age and I was like feeling uncomfortable about it. And I'm looking at other people and they look so young. And I'm like, do I stand out because I look old? Like, because sometimes there's people that you're like, you see people in a crowd, and if you were to really look at them, you go, oh, okay, like, that person's probably 40, that person's probably 35, oh, that person's 21. Mm-hmm. But then there's, like, people that, like, pop out, like, they'll have gray hair, or they look significantly older, and then you go, whoa, like, it just, you know, your eye just catches it and go, what, what, the, what's that guy doing here, sort of a thing. Sure. So then I worry, like, man, am I on that level, where it's, like, 
in a, not inappropriate, but you understand where it's just like it's it's Doesn't I'm an fit. eyesore. Yeah. Am I an eye am I the Jackson house at the club? Oh no. I don't want to be the Jackson house at the club, the Jackson house girl where you're just like, ew, knock it down. <laughs> rebuild. Tear it down. Yeah. So I think that that is um something that plagues my mind now. But but here's the thing, like number one, clubbing is just not what it was. You know, there was like a there was there was a magic behind it when I was younger that I just always thought would be there and it's gone. And then, you know, you have age on top of like being in a relationship. You there's really no interest in in going, you know. Um, I liked, I like doing the, I like doing the brunch thing. That's, that's my, my new gig. I like daytime shit. You know what I mean? I like, I like waking up on a Monday morning refreshed and not hung over, but knowing I was a fucking drunk mess the night before and I pulled it off. Right. Cause I quit drinking at 4 PM cause I was blacked out. Like that's what adults do. Okay. At least in my estimation. 813-90 Bubba if you'd like to call in. But I'm excited to give this place a shot. It's funny that like when other people vouch for shit, you're like, okay, well, hold on. Maybe I jumped the gun on this piece of shit. You know, yeah, I could see Dollar Tree in the distance. And that makes me uncomfortable. But I'll just, you know, I'll go outside, go to the bar, and maybe it'll be cool. You know, up and coming. I've never been an up and coming kind of gal. I'm like a call me in 10 years when we're gentrified kind of a gal. I gotcha. That's why I hated Detroit so much. The city proper, because some places with there was a midtown in Detroit and it was fucking cool. And some places were bougie. But to navigate this to get there, you'd have to go through the potholes and around the abandoned building. Probably still do. Yes. And what I don't like about up and coming areas is that you're it's very confusing for your brain. It's kind of like when you see a person of of questionable gender and it's not that you have a problem with it. And it's not that you are attracted to them or you hate them or whatever. It's that your brain is trying to make sense of something. I double take people like that. I go, sure, huh? Like even you, when we were in uh, Folly Beach, there was like two, you know, I was thinking cute-ish chicks, kind of hippie chicks. And then you're like looking in the rear view mirror. You're like, hey, that chick has a beard. (laughs) Like, and you're like, what the? And then we're both looking because... Our brain is just trying to make sense of reality. So I feel like that's what happens a lot of the time when I double, you know, double take people. Like, don't don't be offended by it. And, and don't be mad. Like, I feel like there was a, um, where was I? I was biking. It was a Sunday, maybe. Okay. Sunday uh, yeah. when I got the foods on the bike. I think yeah, so. Yeah, that was Sunday. Yeah, that was Sunday. You were doing the computer stuff, mm-hmm. butter. And I was biking um, with the foods. And I think that there was some sort of, like, LGBTQ event at Armature Works, judging by the things that I saw. And then oh. there was a there was a, a built, like, kind of jacked guy with boobs. I don't know. I don't know. And I saw this person, and then, like, out of the corner of my astigmatic eye... I was like, that is not a male jawline. Like my, like I was like, wait, hold on. And then I like looked, didn't have sunglasses on, so they saw where my eyes were fucking facing, and I made eye contact with this person, and they gave me a dirty look. And I'm like, man, like I'm not heckling you. I'm not saying like kill the gays. I'm not saying anything anti. I'm not saying anything transphobic. 
my brain is just it, it has a mind of its own and it just goes question mark and so i'm like what and then i feel like they gave me a dirty look Your i'm fault. like yeah i'm like dude like okay you can get mad at people for i mean whatever you can be mad at people i'm not saying call them hate speech but you get mad at people for heckling you or or coming up to you and saying shit or or whatever but if it's just a glance like don't get mad at me because i'm trying to figure something out of my brain yeah which is you know and a lot of times these are the people that are asking for attention you know where you have a maybe you have tattoos on your eyelids and then i'm looking at you and they're like what are you looking at i'm like you the fucking shit that is tatted on your face (laughs) Trying to figure it out. What does it say? Why did you do it? I want to know. So, I don't know where we're going in that direction. 813-90-Bubba. Also, a reminder, uh, Kevin's Law next week. Tuesday. Yes. I think it's been over, oh, well over a year. Yes. hmm Right? What time is it starting? It's 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. And I believe it's on Twitch? I think so. Yeah. Um, so I'll be here, and I, I think it's going to be the regular crew. The regular crew, obviously Kevin, myself, Blitz will probably be here, mm-hmm. and, and Rock, who I haven't seen in so long. It's been a long time. Do you have any update um, predictions on Rock? He's, I'm assuming, uh, no, I don't have any predictions. I'm assuming he was probably getting ready to go on a date with that chick he was going to talk to at the gym. That was way back when. Yeah. And do you think that there's or do you have any predictions on where the status of his love life is now? That's if, what I'm saying. He's probably getting ready to go out on a date with her okay, soon. Okay, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Still, like, uh, He's getting the courage. To her. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, like, I don't think this is how it's going to be, but, like, it would be awesome if he was like, dude, I've been out on 40 dates. I'm fucking. I've been, I'm fucking slaying it out there. Like, that would be great. I would love to hear that. I, w- I would... I don't think I want that for him because I don't know if that's necessarily what he wants. I think he wants just like a good Christian woman. Um, he doesn't know what he wants. I think he wants to fucking slay it. <sighs> I mean, I think every guy wants to slay it, but I, I think that he. I mean, you have to understand he's very steadfast in no, his. I, I, I actually his beliefs, you course, know, and course. that's probably the thing I appreciate the most about him because a lot of people I know. A lot of people I know that claim to be Christian don't do very Christ-like things. And I have no problem with that. But then I'm like, maybe you should rework your branding because you're telling people you're this way, but you act in not that way. But rock, I must give credit where credit is due. He walks the walk, he talks the talk. Where's the gloves? Where's the gloves? He, yes, I remember that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was very... uh, yeah. Interesting, distracting, all of the above. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Which he knew it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a peacocking piece. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because, like, I don't know, maybe people who are, um, well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to say people who are more self reflective, but I feel like at a certain point when you realize something you, you do isn't working. Well, I guess you could you could look at it two ways. You could say maybe one person goes, okay, well, what I'm doing isn't working. So I'm going to change my strategy or I'm going to change something <laughs> or I would say most people just go well I haven't found the right person or it's everybody else like everybody else is shit and this is my standard and I'm not changing my standard I see that a lot with women who are getting older 
and they think that, you know, because everyone has told them that your guy's out there, you, you just wait, like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Place. Looking in the wrong place, just wait, be patient, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I fucking never tell my friends that. I go, you'll probably find somebody, but I'm always like, but it's not guaranteed. I always end Bitch, with that. who do you think you are? I'm just like, dude, there's no guarantees in life. And they kind of chuckle and laugh, but they appreciate the fact that, like, th- everybody knows I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that's the truth is, like, you'll probably meet someone at some point. Like, the odds are in your favor if you're out there trying to meet people, but there's no guarantees. So you could also not find someone. But, like, you probably will date again, like, somewhat significantly. I tell this to my single girlfriends who are having issues. But and some of them, one of them is just, like, I just feel so bad because it just seems like she cannot, she just can't, not that she can't get it right. But, and she's, it's not for lack of trying. And she's not, she's not outwardly bitter. Like, it's okay to feel bitter and annoyed Mm -hmm. with dating and stuff, but she never comes to the table, like, with baggage and hating men. No, and she knows that. She's like, that's not attractive. Nobody wants that. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to blame somebody that I'm currently trying to see or court or whatever. I don't want to blame them for something that someone else did that was completely unrelated. So she, she has a good attitude about it, but you know, she's disgruntled and she's fucking annoyed and, um, and she's not ugly. She's not ugly. She's a cool ass bitch. Fucking great sense of humor. Super funny. Hmm. Um, but I think it's also hard because she's kind of confined herself to some degree culturally because she wants, you know, she wants fucking an Armenian family and to do Armenian fucking shit. And um, as someone who is from a population of people, now I've denounced God and all that. She hasn't done that quite yet. But as someone who kind of understands, especially when y- you come from a population of people that have been like massacred. <laughs> There's like a, a kind of an instinct to like stick together to to propagate the the race, the okay. rasa. So like for example, you know a lot of Jews want to stick together. A lot of Jews died in the Holocaust, especially oh, yeah, Hasidic the Jews. Part. Okay. Yes. So sometimes there's this like you know feeling where at least growing up like you want to marry someone Jew and have Jewish babies, not to 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 make up for the six million that were lost, but just to kind of propagate uh, a, a population that is. Um, Losing numbers, not just through genocide, but also through uh, secularism mm-hmm. and whatnot and, and people outbreeding and not giving a fuck and marrying a Christian and having not raising Jewish babies. So there's like this feeling where you want to like keep it alive and being Armenian, not me, but my friend. Um, and a, pe- a lot of people aren't aware of the Armenian genocide where I think two million Armenians uh, were killed by their uh, Turkish neighbors. Oh, another hoax. Right. So I feel like there's a, a feeling for her to, like, keep the—I keep wanting to say Viva La Raza because a lot of Mexicans would say that when when I was growing up. And I'm like, why do you guys keep—you move to the States, what the fuck? But whatever. They'd be like, Viva La Raza! You know, uh, long live, like, the race. So I, I kind of like that feeling, and I and I get that. And it's also just so much easier because her family's so fucking involved in her life. She could just find someone that was, like, A, understood it, and B, the family would just, like, accept automatically— that would be great. And it just seems like she I've never met someone who has like gets so many like hits. Like she's like, I went on a first date. It was fucking amazing. Like we made out. He's a great guy. Like he's a doctor. He's mm-hmm. this. He's that. And then all of a sudden, like fade. That'll be it. 
that'd be it. And it's not just once or twice. It's literally every per she has like amazing first dates. And then or she'll start talking to someone. She's like, Anna, we had a seven hour conversation on the phone. I'm like, oh, my God. And then he stopped taking my calls. Like, it's just weird shit like that. Yeah, because they talked for seven hours. He was over. <laughs> he learned everything he needed yeah. to learn. He's like, cool, I'm out. Yeah. So, uh, but but she's got a, a great attitude and I don't like lying to my friends. So I'm like, you will probably date again. But I'm like, <laughs> but also maybe not. And she like laughs because she gets it. She's, yeah. She's cool. She she understands. I can tell her real shit. And that's about, um, you know, two per one percent of the population where you can actually, mm-hmm. you know, it makes me feel better knowing I have people in my circle that will tell me like the truth, even if it's not pleasant to hear. It's just like, all right, at least we're being real with each other. At least I know when you're telling me something. Yeah. You know, I've told my friends, I'm like, listen, he's not into you like at all. So like, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. And, and they, they go, OK, like. I get it. My good girlfriends. Everybody else, I'm like, oh, it's just maybe he's busy. When they ask. Yeah, or they don't ask, or they might ask, or they'll just, like, like be looking for confirmation. Like, I think he's, like, really busy, and I'll just, like, co-sign. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Busy fucking other chicks. Yeah, exactly. But anywho. Um, I know that we've been talking periodically about this balloon gate deal. But I saw yesterday that possibly the the last three balloons that were shot down were not Chinese. Correct. They were not. Well, we don't think they were as far as How do we not fucking know? How do we not know? We shoot it down. Don't we have remnants? Or do we just blow it up in the air and we have no idea? Well, the one they shot the other day, the first missile missed. That was the one over Canadian airspace. No, the one over was it Lake Huron? Lake Huron. Okay, so we missed. Yeah, and then we then we shot it down. Which I believe, if we're still using AIM nines, that's uh, four hundred grand a piece. And then I saw I, I was listening to some audio. It was really boring, but I thought you might like it. Um, it was like Gee, 20, thanks. Sorry. Well, it was like pilots <laughs> talking to each other. So you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, talking to hunters. Um, and they were saying that they're like, I don't think that's a fucking balloon. I don't know what that is, but that ain't a oh, balloon. Oh yeah. So, uh, not quite sure. Well, I believe it came out a couple hours ago that uh, it's going to say China said Wednesday it will take measures against U.S. entities related to the downing of suspected Chinese balloons. Yeah. So they're saying uh, they'll be shooting our shit down. We're going to retaliate. Retaliate. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're going to cover this on Monday with Dan, and I think that it would it's it would be a much better discussion with Dan being present, just because uh, Dan lived the experience of um, you know being censored or being uh, told he was a quack during the whole Schmovid yeah. deal. But what I thought was interesting, and I'm referencing the Twitter censorship hearing that's currently I don't know if it's currently going on. It was like a week ago. Why is it the case that literally no one seemed to be covering it? Like the, the I, only thing I saw, I mean, I'm, in, I'm not even sure if it's in this clip or not. That's loaded, but um, there was like a basically like a, a 20, 30 second meme clip, basically that like made its way around the the interwebs yeah. a few days ago, and that was about it. And the thing that I'm talking about, and again, I'm not like a the Fox News mark, like a like. Lummy, you know, I know every every night is Tucker and I and the Hannity deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe they did cover it. I'm sure maybe they did. But I'm sure they have covered I'm it. I'm sure they have. But what's interesting is the fact that, like, I can even go on Drudge or New York Post or 
places where it's not necessarily just like all woke news, hard left. Like it's it gives you a good, at least in my estimation, yeah. a good uh, aggregate of lots of different sources. And 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 here's the thing: they talk about right leaning issues or the right leaning perspectives. There's a lot of stuff about Ron DeSantis, and they don't demonize him and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, Drudge used to be alright about that. Yeah, I know it's it's kind of heading in the other mm-hmm. direction, but for the most part, it's kind of like the most yeah. balanced. And again, that doesn't mean I don't look at. CNN or Fox. like I try to look at everything sure. to, to, to the best of my ability, but it's it's a lot of work to try to get a grasp of what's going mm-hmm. on when you are reading the same story, but two different spins and you're just like, I don't know who to or what to believe. So I really didn't see, I don't know if it like happened over like the weekend or I, I know it was probably overshadowed by the Super Bowl and stuff like that, which was I don't know if that's by design or whatnot, or but with the balloons and everyone's focusing on balloons and Super Bowl and no one's focusing on the Twitter censor- censorship deal. But um, it, it just seems like I could not, I don't want to say I couldn't find it anywhere, but I had to like look for it. Like it wasn't popping up in my face sure. anywhere. It seemed that it wasn't headline news for anything. And it just seems like if you haven't heard it, there is a clip, and I'm not going to play it because we'd get a copyright strike probably, but there's a there's a clip by Representative, uh, is it Macy? Is that her name? I don't, know, I don't know her first name. But she really brings down the house when she talks about her experience getting uh, the bam, 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 um, and the problems that she's had. And, she, and it's, it has to do with, they cover a few topics in terms of Twitter censorship, mainly the Schmovid and uh, the Hunter Biden laptop deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of people get called conspiracy theorists for a lot of shit. And then when you see stuff like this, you go, yeah, this is exactly why. Mm -hmm. Because even this woman who is a part of the U.S. government is telling, is is basically exposing Twitter for being uh, like a an extended arm or branch of the FBI. So the FBI is telling, dictating to them what they can allow and propagate on their platform and what they cannot. Is this where she says, are you a doctor? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I saw. I mean, she really just makes a great case. This woman, and she's, she's, there's no ums, there's no stuttering. She's and she's interviewing or, uh, in, uh, not interviewing, not interrogating, whatever, questioning. Uh, this, what's her name? Gotti. I forget. She's an Indian woman. I don't know her, her precise title at Twitter, but she's pretty high up there. Or at least w- she was high up there before Elon took over mm-hmm. or whatnot. But, uh, she's asking her questions about her history as a medical doctor and clearly she's not one. And she goes, well, then who are you or anyone at Twitter to silence people who are doctors at Harvard, at Stanford, at Yale, some of the best medical institutions on the planet these people have things to say about medicine and you're silencing them because some Twitter administrator didn't like the message. Right. So uh, it's, a, it's a really good clip. We're going to cover it um, on on Monday. And I'll try to look for a few more. But this one was like really hot, really spicy. And I love it when people just make a beautiful case and then they just chop the person down. Because sometimes they weave in and out mm-hmm. and there's ums. But this woman was like, I have a waxing regret. Uh, these are my issues. Are you a medical doctor? No. Who the fuck are you to be silencing medical doctors? And then it's just like, boom, boom. And then when um, the Indian woman is trying to respond, 
it, there was a lot of like, uh, I'm unfamiliar with that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, right, bitch. Like, I just, I liked, I That'd liked that. That'd be great sass. if she actually did say that. Yeah. Yeah, right. You stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> um, all right. Let's take just a brief break and uh, regroup. And then uh, we will be back with maybe 15 min- more minutes or something like that. Does that sound okay? Yeah, perfect. All right, great. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive it's all just radio waves how much can a radio wave really cost Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
We are back. Thank you for waiting patiently. We got a few more things to discuss before we head out of here. But first, we will take a uh, phone call from the people. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Austin. Hey, Austin. Like, Wolf, uh, uh, yeah. How's your how's your head, arm, neck, back, and everything else doing? <laughs> Jesus, Christ. were you stabbed again? Pretty good. I, no, I busted my ass on my scooter. Got like thirty staples in my head. Was it a ruckus? Yeah. Okay, that's what I, I had. I got a new one. It was too low, and I made this turn too sharp, and my foot peg got the pavement. When I hey, was I did that. Uh, I was in like middle school doing. Well, it was a bicycle, but I was riding a bicycle, and the pedal hit the ground, and my face smashed into the bar, the handlebars, and I broke a tooth in half. Holy shit! You got a fake tooth? Yeah, half of it. <laughs> half of it's fake. So I was wondering, like, with the Twitter thing, like, did they do anything, like, illegal? I mean, I know they lied in a bunch of, but is that illegal to lie and suppress stories? I don't think so. I mean, I guess if it's according to their terms and conditions and it's a, or was a private company, they can kind of say, listen, this is who we want on our space and who we don't. I think it was more so like what Blitz said is that they, they claimed that they weren't doing that. And yeah. they were shadow banning people or just outright banning people because they didn't like their message. So I think that that's where they're getting especially in trouble. At, especially early on at first, they said, no, no, we don't do that. We would never do that. You guys are, this is right. ridiculous. And But, I mean, clearly they were doing it. They right. just, they needed to just Congress say yes. Someone in, are they going to try to throw people in jail or what? I don't think so. I think they're just trying to illuminate it for the for the American people to listen to. But it's literally being talked about nowhere. So at least as far as I've seen, I haven't seen breaking fucking Twitter news about blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't see any of that coverage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why we don't see that even from the right, uh, well, especially from the left, but even from the right is the fact that they do not want the American people to start questioning and being dubious of the government or departments of the government like the CIA, the FBI. So it's it's really hard to have faith in these in these systems if you know they're lying and they're saying they're doing one thing and and doing another. So I think that's really what it is is they're trying to uh, maintain or regain the confidence of the American people and it's not working. So Well they should do the same thing with all the media, all the news networks and everything that are suppressing shit. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree as well. So anyway, thanks for the show, guys. Yeah, cool, thanks, Austin. See Keep ya. well. Don't hurt yourself. Get stabbed by another bit. crazy bitch. Um, it is interesting though that they are trying to suppress this, and I, I, I can't say this was an original thought because I was listening to some fucking. Uh, do you know who John Knowles is? It's like on the Daily Wire. He's like a Ben Shapiro guy, but he was talking about just the 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 switch over the last twenty twenty five maybe thirty years of. You know, it used to be the left that was really dubious of the institution of government of, you know, because according to him, and I think he's he's right. The the Republican Party was kind of seen as like the establishment. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it was old school Republicans. They kind of ran the the lay of the land and the Democrats were these progressive people fighting for, you know, the working class and whatnot. And the Democrats were also the peace loving people. Um, If you remember from the 60s of getting out of Vietnam, not getting engaged in wars. Um, the left was also the ones that seemed to be more so involved in conspiracy theories and 
not trusting what the government was telling you. And I can think back even to, you know, maybe the late 80s where it was like, no, why would the government like this is be patriotic and, you know, trust what the president is telling you. And now it seems like it's literally the reverse where if you're a conspiracy theorist about not everything, but something you're cons- you're immediately thrown into the right wing category for not trusting the government. Odd, because I used to be like a left wing uh, talking point. And then it seems like the the right used to be more of the uh, it, like get happy getting into wars uh, deal, trigger yeah. happy into getting into wars and fighting for what's right and kind of. Do you remember uh, Team America, World Police? Sure. Sort of a deal where it's like we're American, we're patriotic, and we're gonna spread democracy around the world whether you like it or fucking not. Sort of a deal. And now it seems like the right is like, get out. What the fuck? We were in a a, a war started. I don't want to say started by Republicans, but started during a a Republican administration and and perpetuated by a Democratic one. Mm -hmm. So can't, you know, let them out of the uh, scot-free. But uh, they were the ones that kind of got us involved in a lot of these shitty wars. Not that any war isn't shitty, but, you know, it just kind of ended horribly. And for what? Like in vain completely. And now it seems like the Democrats are the ones that want to be Team America World Police. But they kind of they change the the, the story behind it. Instead of it being like we're going to go in and impose our wheel, our like imperial will, which seems to be me in my head, more like a right wing deal of like being nationalistic and trying to colonize, if you will. But now it seems like the left has kind of shifted that. And they instead of saying we're going to impose our will, it's we got to save people. We got to go in and save the Ukrainians. We got to go in and save the Afghans. We got to go in and save that while we're saving people. It's like, I don't know if that's saving people or if it's just propagating a military industrial complex because you're in bed with Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. So L- I don't really know. L3. Yes. Yeah. So it just seems to be a bit odd that, you know, the, it, we've kind of switched positions here. We've kind of done a bait and switch where the left is now very um, trusting of the government and the CDC says this and the WHO says this and we need to listen to them because those are the people we need to be listening to. And the right is like, I don't know. Seems like they might be up to no good. So um, it's just interesting because I, 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 that didn't really kind of uh, occur to me until John Knowles broke it down. He's like, this is literally the inverse of 20 years ago, which is just kind of bizarre. So 81390-Bubba. Um, the last thing I'm probably going to talk about is because I love science so much. I really do. Um, not all science, nothing that has to do with like engines and glue and shit like that. But Wings. Yeah. I have a no wings, engine glue, machine policy. When Yeah, no I, fun. Yeah, when I come over and I'm just like, well, I don't want to see a fucking dirty wrench. And Bliss is just like, wow. Like, or he's like half listening and kind of like absorbing. But um, I like things that have to do more so with like biology or scandals, governments nations uh history so um and i love science so much and i it, it the thing that's really been upsetting over the last few years is that science has been politicized hard like i'm sure it, it obviously well, was in the past yeah you just you just know about it now they're 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 hiding it less yeah uh it's it just yeah they're they're being more brazen about it but how would you say i'm not i'm not suggesting it wasn't the case but like in what ways would you say what maybe climate change or something but in terms of like medical care like 
give me an example of how that was politicized prior to COVID. Um, I couldn't think of anything right off the top of my head, but I guarantee you, sure, I'm, given I'm a few minutes. I'm not suggesting it. No, 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 I know. But, but like, I'm trying to think of something like pre-COVID. Let's pretend like you know we're back in 2018, say. How were they uh, kind of using, like, weaponizing signs and saying, you know, if you think like this, you're a right-wing bigot. If you think like this, you're, uh, you know, a, 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 libt- a libtard or something. So it's uh, it, it's just, it's interesting because then COVID, it just, they the, the wheels fell off and it became very clear that if you were a Democrat, you thought you legitimized this science. And if you were right we i even say hate saying right wing if you just could think for yourself you at least were skeptical not saying you were like i hate the vaccine never gonna take it you were just like i don't know maybe we should wait and even that was like okay hitler you're just like what i i just i was just thinking we maybe we could wait this out a second so it seemed like anyone with a thinking brain was immediately um typecast as right wing alt right you know, a conspiracy theorist, you're just like, dude, can we just fucking sit and w- I just want to see how everyone else handles this and then maybe I'll think about getting it. Um, so, but it now it's just so obvious and, you know, went from COVID and then also it seems like for some reason and I, and it, and it still baffles me to this day, like what, what happened with the, with the woke left and the hard turn into um, the trans category because, at least as far as I could remember, being trans was like a pretty rare incident of a um, psychological, let's just call it a situation. Yeah. Not even going to call it a disorder because, I mean, days away from the DSM revision. Taking it all out. Possibly. I don't know. I could imagine that. And if that happens, it's going to be really unfortunate Um, because I feel like you're offering people less options to to help them and you're kind of like i don't want to say legitimizing their illness but yeah if if you if you started talking to a schizophrenic and you were saying you're validated these people are real and they're son of sam yes that dog was talking to you like <laughs> then if you do you understand like it create sure. would create a lot of uh issues for people um and 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 mostly the people that are suffering so with the, it seemed like gays got the federal right to vote when? 2015, 16. I understand it's still illegal in some states. Wait, but who did? Gay marriage was legalized federally. Oh, oh, marriage. Right? It was like 2015, 16. Uh, it was around there. I was, about that, yeah. I was in Michigan. Yeah. I, rem- I remember making a, a crude comment on social media about it. Like, in jest, obviously. Sure. Um, so let's say it was 2015. And it seemed like right after that, it was like, all right, well, that's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Let's now on to the next, you know. So then there was like a hard right. This is right. Hard right into a trans territory. Sure. And at first I was confused because I was like, yeah, don't don't beat them up. Don't fucking kill them because they're, that, well, they're trans. That's right. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, yeah, that, that's cool. Like just trans, leave them alone. Um. And then it be- and then it was like the bathroom gate, right? I-, mm-hmm. I remember that in Michigan as well. So that must have been about seven years ago, where it was like, well, if you just if you claim to be a woman, you should be able to use a woman's bathroom. I'm like, that's I'm totally cool with that. If it's a single person stall, like fucking go for it. Exactly. I do that shit all the time. When I when the if there's just a single stall and it's a guy mm-hmm. and a gal and the women's is occupied, I'm like, fuck it. I go in the room, lock the door. I there's do that. a urinal. 
I do that in the gym all the time too. Yeah. I just walk right in the women's locker oh, that's room. That's interesting because that's not a single. That's a locker room with a sauna. But I but I can identify as a woman for a few minutes and sure. go. I probably go to the sauna. Yeah, absolutely. You told me you said you should go to the sauna more often. I, 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 I say do that. I, I did say that. I spent seven hours there yesterday. <laughs> did you? Wow, <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, so all of a sudden it was like a trans deal, and I was like, all right, well, if this is like a rights issue, uh, you know, fine. And then it and then it started pushing into like, all right, well, if your five year old says that, it, you know, Betty's. Billy, that you need to believe this five-year-old. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And now it's full-blown. Like your doctor can't even be like, "Do you have a uterus?" And they're like, "You transphobic asshole!" <laughs> what? So, um, it, it's very confusing. And then fat people kind of got on board, and they're like, "It is uh, fat phobic if your doctor weighs you and tells you to lose weight." Yeah, don't be body shaming. Your your doctor is body shaming you, telling you that you are unhealthy. Who are they to tell you that you're unhealthy? I'm like, right. The people that are literally the experts on health telling you that you are pre-diabetic and they're like, we need to weigh you. And you're like, you're a fucking fat phobe. Who are they to tell me why I'm unhealthy? I went there because I was sick, and they're going to tell me why I'm unhealthy? This is bullshit. Right. And, and, and in their minds, they're like, I have a cold. Why are you weighing me? And, like, listen, I've felt like that before. No, one, no woman really loves being weighed. But you go, listen, they just kind of need to keep tabs on your health. If you're always getting sick... You know, being fat probably isn't helping the case if you get bronchitis or you get other, you get the diabetes or whatever. But so anyways, I, I just, I I loved, you know, I, I try to, I'm not great at staying off of social media, you know, because I'm doing the bubble army thing and sometimes I slip into old habits. But um, I, I remember this one in, in particular, uh, Fat Comfy Travels is the mm-hmm. Instagram and she, they are non-binary they have breasts but they also have a beard now they have a beard breasts and not only that they've added you know added on top over 400 pounds and i'm not talking about thick no i believe what we say here is cool yeah cool cool as as dan (laughs) learned last week cool cool um (laughs) and you and even that is cool but then when this person who I believe did not attend medical school, if I were to venture a guess, then goes to the to the doctor and um, writes a whole blog post about how they were fat shamed by their doctor and their doctors encouraging them to lose weight. So they, you know, live longer. Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit, doctor. Really Trying is. to tell you how to live your life. Mm-hmm. To see another birthday, fuck that guy or gal or they be, you know. And so they're like they sh- they're not they are asking me questions about my medical history, inappropriate for a doctor. They are asking me questions about my gender, inappropriate for a doctor. They are trying to weigh me, inappropriate. What do you want your doctor to do for you? I don't understand. I <laughs> isn't that a HIPAA violation? Um. What you, you mean? I'm, I'm joking, uh, right? Because that's for your the doctor, doctor to talk to you about health, right? And they're just even to weigh you to say this is how much you would need of this medication. I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's weight dependent. Um, they just they they find that completely 
insulting. And then there's doctors online who are co-signing. They're saying, yeah, that's not okay for your doctor to just weigh you or tell you what to do with your uterus problems because you are you identify as a man or a baby. I'm not quite sure. I, I mean, I got to say, that's actually not a, not a bad thing. It, it, you know, if you're, if you're in practice and you don't have a lot of people and you're not making money and you could go online and just be like, hey, look, these other doctors are crack quacks. I won't tell you all this. Yeah, a- 80 I understand. Bucks, 80 bucks and I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Yeah, and at that point, you know, medicine is a business like everything mm-hmm. else. And if your if your patients aren't happy with other people who tell them, I don't know the truth, then by all means, like be the um, be the the messenger of whatever the fuck they want to hear. I mean, okay, yeah. great, awesome. But it apparently, let's see right here. Science needs to stop using terms like male, female, mother, and father. Researchers say alternatives to terms like male and female and mother and father should have been sought in science. Should be sought in science because they assume sex is binary and heterosexuality is the norm. Male and female should instead be referred to, uh, oh, I like this, sperm producing, egg producing. This is what they want. And this is not just like a woke fucking whatever. This is the ecology and evolutionary biology language. Oh, language project. Okay, so it is a. I thought they were like a legit organization, but they are not. I like that. I'm going to call you that. You're not male. You're uh, sperm producing. But then you run into problems. Because what if you've had a vasectomy? Or what if you got issues with your egos and you're not producing any eggs because you got your ovaries removed? Right. And technically, you don't produce eggs, aren't they? They're already all there. Yeah. You're, You're born with all the eggs that you are going to have and bleed out and birth whatever at the point of your birth. So when I was a little when I was a little baby hum sauce, you know, I popped out of my mama. I had all the eggs were already in there. I didn't get any more or less. Well maybe I have less. Eggs are expensive now. Yes, eggs are expensive. I don't have any I do have less now because they got they got they got they got bled out. They got bled out. But um, yeah, so yeah, they're all there. But but they're not mature yet. Obviously, we kind of understand rudimentary uh, the fallopian yeah. tubes and the. You're follicles. more like an egg layer, not an egg producer. Right, right. But then it's funny because then I could completely poke a hole in that argument. Sperm producing, it's like okay, well, there's guys that have issues, or maybe they don't produce sperm. I'm sure that's a thing, or they yeah. or a woman that doesn't have any eggs because she maybe got her her ovaries cut out because she had a cyst and they had to take the whole fucking. Or what happens when she's out. done? Got rid of all of her eggs. Yeah, then what? she yeah she bled them all out, or she's she uh she's in menopause and she's not making any new whatever. I don't even know what I'm trying to <laughs> poke because it, it used to be like men and women used to be the terms and then we go no Mm -hmm. that's not enough now it's male and female which used to be the biological kind of terms of you know if you have testes or uterus or whatever and now it's like no no sperm producing egg producing Hmm. so it's just it's, it's all just very confusing and i can obviously poke holes in that argument there where you know maybe not every male produces eggs and not every female or not every male correct. produces. You are correct. Not every male produces eggs. Produces you are sperm, correct. And not every female produces eggs. So it just it's very confusing to everyone and everyone and to and and the goal is what? To accommodate four loud people on Twitter? Like Yes. 
a lot of trans people are just like, yeah, if you fucking look at my DNA, I'm a man, but I feel like a woman. But mm-hmm. my DNA says man, but that's it. I'm just going to live as a woman. Cool. No problem. That's fine. People are respectful about it. Yeah. No, whatever. Oh, hey, no problem. Oh, hey, no problem. But uh, yeah, so it just seems to be very confusing. It seems to be very confusing for like uh, if law enforcement purposes where you, you see someone's ID and you're just like, well, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. Well, you have, you have the same problem with like a, with race. Like 20 years ago on TV, if someone committed a crime, they'd be like, hey, uh, a 34-year-old white male committed a crime. Yeah. You know, and now it's like they're afraid to say what race somebody is. Right. Right. So, um, but then it makes it even more complicated for people in the medical field where they're just like, I don't know how to fucking help you because if I try to help you, I'm going to offend you. And then you're going to either seek help from people who are not qualified or you're just not going to seek help at all. Yeah. Which, in that case, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't know I what think to the tell medical you. term is whatevs. Whatevs. Okay. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, you're you're fat, and I'm confused about if you're XY or XX. Actually, it was pretty funny. Uh, my jujitsu class, I think it was on Monday. My instructor is um, uh, not woke. Not okay. woke. And he's just like, <laughs> there's a all uh, women's. Brazilian jiu-jitsu class that I think they're trying to start up right and I went to it last Saturday and it right now I think it's just a once a month deal but I think Mm -hmm. they're trying to make it a weekly thing and he just goes listen up if you got two X chromosomes (laughs) like he didn't even say women it was funny he was like two X's count them two we got a class for you you know sort of a deal so I was like awesome that's fine and everyone like laughed no no half the class looked around and went what does he mean probably Huh? Probably don't know. Two X's. What does that mean? There were, there are. We got a lot of uh, Gen Zers in there. I've so. dated a lot of people. I have a lot of X's. Right. <laughs> there are some morons <laughs> in jujitsu, just like everything else. But anyways, um, I think that's pretty much all we got for you today. But wait, there's more. There's a sports show at noon. Yes. So if you like things with balls and who all is going to be on the sports show? I believe it's Lummy. Correct. I believe it's Rhett. Correct. And you can stop right there. That's all we got. So I mean, that's, that's not all. That's great. I mean, that's fantastic. But I'm saying I'm saying there's no additional uh, people on the show today. Apparently, right. We so if you are interested in uh, throwing balls and catching balls and stop, no, down, left, talking about stats. Mm-hmm. Um, that Number, is the sh- numbers, all numbers and stuff. Who the coach was? Where this. This fucking cornerback went to high school. Aaron Rodgers is going to resign. Yeah, all that sort of stuff that's very interesting to some folks. Um, that show is for you, and that starts at noon, so in about 25 minutes. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, otherwise, stay tuned for all the new and exclusive content that will be periodically popping oh, the, up. Lummy, bu- Lummy Bubba podcast at noon today. Lummy Bubba podcast to hear Bubba cry. I know I'll be tuning in for that. Mm-hmm. And get it while it's hot because, you know, Bubba said. He might want to take it down. Right. Yeah. Once you download it, you can keep it forever. Don't tell him that. He doesn't so download know. it. Um, but have a great weekend otherwise, and we will catch you live Monday morning. Blitz, thank you very much for thank all you, you do. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Goodbye.